I believe that veterans are the key to unlocking America's next golden age. By empowering and influencing one million veterans to transition well and become leaders in their communities, we can unlock our country's destiny and continue to change the world. My name is Bernard Bergen. We are with Pasha Cook of PashaCook.com, and she joins us in the studio to talk branding, talk about her new book, and why cultivating brand excellence from the inside out is the only way to do it. Let's get started. Well, Pasha, thank you again for joining us, and I know the veteran leaders community definitely needs everything you're going to share about rebranding ourselves. And in your book, you share that it's not only about personal style, but maximizing your skills and strength. Unpack that for us. Well, I think a lot of people, when they think about branding, right, they think about the imagery. And I understand that because when you think about brands, you think about Apple, you think about Coca-Cola, McDonald's. Like, and what do you see first with them? You see the image of the companies. And so when we start talking about personal brand, they may think about all these people they see out there with 100,000 followers or, mm. you know, the aesthetic of it. And that is important, but not as important as knowing who you are, as I say, um, knowing your truth, right? Right. And it comes through personal development, which is personal assessing. And so once you know your values and your strengths, because those are the things that you are projecting out to the world. Say, for instance, if you are a veteran that is coming back and looking to get into the job market, what are those attributes that you're bringing into the world, into your new career that you utilize in your last career. And so that's important when moving forward in your personal brand. So with personal branding, it is all that you are. When you step out the house, that is your personal brand, all of you. Wow, I love that. And I think, you know, it's clear that when you step out the house, like I live in downtown Seattle and, you know, I was, I was slightly embarrassed when my brother was sharing the story, but he lives in the suburbs, but I live downtown Seattle. So, you know, you live in New York. So you step out, you on the scene. And my brother came to drop something off and he was dressed like he, he was in the suburbs, you know, <laughs> like, and I told him and he was, he was a little, you know, upset about it. I was like, don't ever leave your house looking like that. And I mean, he, and he was sweet for the suburbs. Yeah. What did he, he have on? I'm curious. I'm, re- I'm curious now. I'm <laughs> curious. Like, you tell me. like probably like a Nike sweatsuit, like one of the clean ones, but okay. again, you know, like, it just wasn't his brand because, like, he's a, you know, he works in a bank and, you know, he's a, that type of, so it was like, man, like, what, what are you wearing right now? Yeah. And uh, he said, man, Bernard, for, you, for a while, my feelings was hurt about it, but then something happened downtown where, you know, unfortunately, someone was uh, profiled mm-hmm. and he was like, that's what you were telling me. You mm-hmm. show up, show up, because you don't ever want to be mis- guided in in whatever you have on just because of what you have on. And it was interesting because we were having this discussion with uh, a good friend um, and he uh, works with the LAPD and he was like, Bernard, you know what I've never heard in my 16 years on the force? Stop the guy in the blazer. We are looking for a guy in the blazer. And he was like, it doesn't mean we want you to not dress and express yourself. But at times we dress down way too much Mm-hmm. And we don't truly show our personal brand. And I think learning from you is going to be so interesting on, on how to dress down in those moments, but still represent yourself. Absolutely. So that's why I wanted to know what he had on. So as far as profiling, you know, that's a whole nother segment. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can be profiled in, in anything that you, you wear. 
But say, for instance, you have someone that I am a former athlete, by the way. So former athlete played at University of Memphis, mm -hmm. uh, first generation college graduate. And so I love sweats. I love, I mean, this is like a sweat, but it's more uh, fashionable, if you would like to call it. But there are some ways to dress comfortably without wearing a suit all the time, because I wear suits as well. But I had to learn my aesthetic without putting on a suit, because a suit for me is easy. Like, ooh, I could put this on, and it's, it's yeah. same I just got to figure out the shoes and the shirt after that, right? Yeah. Um, there are ways to still be brand appropriate, if you like to call it that and wear sweats, but it's just a different caliber. It's a level up. I call it the level up. How do you level up your aesthetic? How do you level up when you are someone that wears suits every day, but you love the comfort of a sweat like me? Well, there's way, there are ways to do that. Yeah. It's the cut, it's the material, and it's the brand as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to circle back to that because I know there's going to be a lot of people who want to know where should I be shopping? What's the secrets? Because I like comfortable, but I also, like you said, need to stay brand appropriate. Now, I've seen you do some live branding consulting on your Instagram. And if you're not following Pasha on Instagram, it's Pasha Cook on IG. Make sure you're following her. Make sure you tell her you heard about her here. And again, you really go deep with each client. You showcase in their personal brand what they should represent, what their, their story is, what they should feel. I watched you do one and it was so amazing because you were like, what do you believe? And he said it and you showed like your slide that that's what you saw in his brand. I was like, whoa. Absolutely. So can you take us into that mindset? And I think, you know, the best way you describe it is brand yourself like a champion. Also, what do you deeply mean by that and what energy should we feel when we're in our brand okay so the brand yourself like a champion which is my latest um workbook guide as a former athlete athletes want to be champions like you want to check so when you win that game you are even in pickup right and pickup you want to be the championship team that never has to go back in line right. and wait for your turn so you want to be a champion and a champion could be anything that you decide that that is for you whether it's the aesthetic of your brand, which is like brand yourself like a champion. But it always starts with the mindset. Mm. It always starts with the mindset. So when we are projecting our personal brand, which is that's what we project to the world. So when you step out the house, you're projecting into the world. And you should be projecting your character. Like what are those characteristics that make up Bernard? Who are you? Right. That's the first question I always ask. Who right. are you? What are your values? And that's what I took him through. I think you're talking about one of our fellow foundation members, Brad B. So we were talking and I was going through this in-person evaluation. I asked him, what is the characteristics of your brand? What's important? What are the values of your brand? And he started calling out different characteristics. And one of the characteristics or values per se was family. So I looked at him and mm. said, your brand represents family? Yeah. So why do you have this hat on to the back that says dope on the back of it? That could be, you know, right, misconstrued, right, right. like we talked about with your brother, right? Yeah. It's true. So people might think that you're a thug, and you're not even a thug. You just have on a black hat that yeah. you didn't think about does not represent the values of your brand. And so that's important, understanding your character, what you want to project, and then the values. People should see that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love how you just broke that down with a real time example. And again, you can head over to Pasha's IG, Pasha Cook, and you can see that exchange because it was so revealing for me. 
and how simple it is about thinking about who you are, your core values, what you believe, and then what you project to the world. Now, Posh, I know you offer branding webinars, both paid, and then you do offer some to the community. And I'd love for you to share where people can connect with you to sign up. I know I shared your IG, but I, I don't want them to miss like some of the stuff at the start of the year, because I know when you get going and you start to travel and your tours, it's a little bit tighter to get scheduled with Pasha Cook. So a couple of things that they can do. I do uh, consultations as well. So they can actually email my assistant. It's, it's Sean, S-E-A-N, Sean at PashaCook.com, S-E-A-N at PashaCook.com. And just say, hey, Sean, I want to set up my consultation with Pasha. You can also visit my website, PashaCook.com. That is P as in Paul, A-S-H-A-C-O-O-K.com. You'll find me there. And if you just Google me, I know that's like that sounds like vanity, but my name <laughs> My name, I'm, I'm, thank you, God. Thank you, Mom, for my name. It makes it easy to find me. If you Google Pasha Cook, you'll definitely be able to connect with me. Great, great. And if you are listening, tuning in again, I know you're, you're probably like, man, I'm just going to flip through a magazine. I'll find what works for me, or I, I like what maybe Kevin Hart or Michael Strahan is wearing, so I'll just do my version of it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a good start, <laughs> but you forgot that they had someone go from their core, their inside out with what you see them wearing. And something I heard uh, Gabrielle Union say, she came to Microsoft to do a talk and she said, she was like, I pay for a designer's time. I pay for a consultant's time. I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. She's like, I wear it one time for the most part. And that one time needs to have a certain effect and impact. When I started learning about your work posture and what you do, and even this new workbook, it excited me because you were going to the heart. Brand yourself like a champion, guys. Head over to PashaCook.com and pick up the book. Yeah, thank you. And again, like, now more people are really going to express who they are from the inside out. And once you do that, like you said, you're always brand conscious, you're always brand ready, and then you truly represent the best of who you are. Absolutely. Can I touch on that? Can I piggyback off of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it- Someone like Gabrielle Union, actually, I have experience in the fashion industry where I was doing wardrobe styling, consulting, the same thing that she requires, right? And so with those, that caliber of people, you have to understand their brand. First of all, you got to understand who they are, mm-hmm. their brand. Where are they going? Because you dress them different depending on where they're going. They're going to a basketball game. That's a different outfit than going to the Emmys or the Golden Globes right. or what have, or the Grammys. So you really have to know, when we used to style these athletes, the professional athletes, we had to dress them, say, for instance, I had to lay out seven outfits. Mm -hmm. And I had to know exactly what climate they were going to be in. I had to know whether that game was going to be televised or not, because that kind of directed us in what they're going to wear. And so you had to know so much about their, you had to know them better than they know themselves sometimes, right? Yeah. And one of the first things we did with our client was to, create a mood board and I do that now with my clients. You create a mood board showing them, okay, this is who you are. This is how we're going to level up. These are some things that we want to see you in and the client. Mm-hmm. And so before we even style them, we had a mood board created to let them know the direction that we were taking them in to make sure they were comfortable or make sure that they were knowledgeable of why we were doing what we were doing. And right. then after that the client gets to live their life, they're too busy to worry about shopping. I mean yeah. some of them like to shop but their schedule is so crazy that 
we have to do the thinking for them. And so that's how I came into this brand and business because I was doing it all along in my own business and with other big, huge brands, celebrity brands as well. Wow, wow, wow. Again, head over to PashaCook.com. As you clearly hear, we're talking to an expert when it comes to branding, when it comes to style. One of the things I do, and I'm going to tell on myself, like when I have a photo shoot, I head over to your IG and I look to see what poses Pasha is doing, how she's, you know, matching with her shoes. Like your shoe game is just, I just leave that alone. I'm like, don't put my shoes in nothing. You know what I'm but it's such a uh, great place to learn from someone who deeply believes and understands that branding and style and, and branding yourself like a champion matters because the way you feel really does impact your work and impact those around you and releases a certain type of energy. And that's one of the things I really enjoy about being connected with you, watching your IG, watching, you know, the behind the scenes when you do the shoots and, and just the energy and the mood. And I'm like, man, I, there's so much to learn. I love that you shared like your fashion background, your celebrity styling background, your professional athlete background. And I think so many people don't understand the layers to what they see as, wow, that's simple, but it's amazing. So question now is, and we don't have to go into details with names, but have you seen like huge brand fails because they just kind of re rejected the instructions, you know, so to speak. What I'm more interested in is the mindset of, well, I'm wearing it. You should tell me what I should be wearing. And then that led to the brand fail. Like, why do you think they rejected sound wisdom, sound advice? Well, I haven't really seen anyone that I was consulting have a brand fail necessarily because with that, there is a trust there. You, first of all, with these huge brands, millions of dollars are on the line mm. and your reputation. And so to build up that reputation for my client takes a long time. Yeah. And to destroy it takes all of a nanosecond. You have to build up that trust. I've seen brand fails that I consider brand fails out there when people just try to follow trend. And that's important for your listeners to understand. Trends are cool, but they're fly by night. Yeah. And so if you always fall in a trend, who are you really projecting? Who are you? Who are you? Do you even know who you are? Because you're just allowing the world to tell you what you should have on. Yeah. And I, I mean, I understand because I've gotten caught up in that before. I have never been really a trendy, trendy person, but I follow some trends um, here and there. And I was just like, no, nah, this doesn't work for me. And mm -hmm. I, I actually had to figure out who I was before my aesthetic got better. Right. I mean, now I know my aesthetic, but and it's still a learning curve there in some ways, but people really have to understand that if you don't know who you are, then you're not going to project your truth into the world. Mm. And then that's an epic fail for you because you're trying to keep up with something that doesn't even align with like this on the inside, like right. your spirit, your truth. And you, right. that's confusing and that can be miserable too because you have all these clothes. So let me go back. I used to every year, give away at least two garbage bags full of clothes because oh. I was buying stuff just to buy, like trying to figure this thing out. Oh, yeah. and it, it helped with charitable causes, but it wasn't helping my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> and what I learned is I had to learn how to purchase pieces mm. this and, stable, and staples, right? Staples are those things that need to be in your closet. And we won't go into too much detail here, but like a white shirt, a certain kind of pair of jeans, a pair of black slacks. Like certain things need to be in your closet, period, because they're interchangeable. Right. And pieces are those things that are never going to go out of style. Mm. Right? 
but you have to study that to understand what that is. And so if you have your staples and your pieces, every once in a while you can throw a trendy item in there and like and not spend so much money and go with the times, but you're still remaining who you are. Right, right. <laughs> now, that was deep. That was deep. Again, you have to have staples, pieces, and at times you can ride the wave of a trend. But if you were trying to stay trendy, you're probably lost, not from your branding and, and presentation experience, but from the inside out. You have to always be on your brand first and then connect with maybe a trend that fits your style. And I love that. Again, we are talking with Pasha Cook of PashaCook.com. If you're not following Pasha on IG, I'm telling you, you're not getting the most amazing but interesting style level ups because that's what I use it for. I, I, you know, I scroll through, I look at some of the colors you're putting together, some of the things you're saying to some of your clients and just making the, the change myself. And I love something that you teach is, you know, you have to know your core values and build your style from the inside out to truly brand yourself as a champion. Absolutely. And so we're vet veterans. Let's talk about that a little bit. Can yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, we definitely can. So let me talk about this first. You know, we had in one of our conversations, you shared about your dad and you talked about a picture that you just really love of your dad. And I'd just love for you to touch on that picture a bit. So the picture of my dad, my dad, actually, he's holding a cigarette and a can of beer in one hand. And he has his hand up like this, like black power. It's a very powerful picture because he's in uniform. He's at home. You know, it's one of the only pictures that I have of my dad. And that's the one that I keep in my phone. And if I can get to it before we um, end the show, I'll show you guys. And that, to me, just represents him, even though he's in that uniform and probably shouldn't have a beer in his hand. Like, he was a character, so, you know, he's still being him. He was, he was just, my dad was always who he was, like, no matter what, that, that's, that's who he was. And he had style. My mom used to tell me about my, I got my style from my mom and my dad. My dad, oh, like, he had the uniform, the military uniform, because he was, he was in the Army and he fought in Vietnam. But then he had his uniform when he was out of his uniform. He always was about the details of everything, the colors, the hats. He loved to wear hats. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and so I got a lot of my style and my passion for fashion from my dad and my mom. My mom, if, if you watch, if you go to my IG, you'll see that I have on the double-breasted suits. My mom used to wear those suits, and I'm like, I ain't ever wearing that. Like, <laughs> I ain't putting on no double-breasted suits. You look like an old woman. As I grew up, I understood the uh, magnificence of it. Like, that, just like that. This is classic. This is never going to stop. So yeah, both of them have a tremendous impact on who I am and my style. And my mom used to teach me etiquette and fly me all over the country, like just showing me different things. So, and she would step out in her crocodile loafers and, and her silk suits. And so I got to keep up with that. I got to keep up with that. <laughs> put the pressure on. Yeah. Man, man, that's, that's excellent. That's excellent. So we're going to go deep with, of veterans. And something I mentioned to you is, you know, you, you wear a uniform every day, whether you did it for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years, or six, like I did. And now you're required to wear something different every single day. And for many, we kind of make the excuse that the people we're around, they don't mind what we look like, or maybe our spouses love us the way we are. And then when we see some pictures of ourselves down the road, we're like, whoa, just the choices, you know, the plaid with the cargos and maybe the boots. I know there's a lot of veterans out there with boots on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it boots on in Miami, Posh, this bad. So please help us. Help us with just the mindset of 
you know, yeah. transitioning our style when it's time to take the uniform off? So mentally, I think that the reason veterans probably wear boots in Miami is just, it is a mindset thing. They're used to being over in these other countries. And, and let's say, for instance, Iraq, a lot of people have gone there, right? Yeah. And it's really hot over there. So they used, they're used to having on a uniform. They're used to dealing with the heat. So it's no big deal for them. But what I would encourage the veterans to do is think about who you were before you went over there. Uh, who were you? What were your visions? What were your aspirations? What were your dreams? And start to go back to that person, that level of thought. Like, let's say this, create a new uniform. What's your new uniform? Mm. Well, I'm not saying that you can't wear boots, but they're a level up. So if you have on combat boots, right? If you're wearing that, maybe the next stop, step up would be like uh, Fry. Fry has some great boots, F-R-Y apostrophe S. It's Fry's. But they have nice boots for men, and you can go look them up online. They, they buy them. They shop. I mean, they shop. They sell them at Nord Nordstrom. Yeah, Nordstrom. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nordstrom's, yeah. Nordstrom's. And I used to work with them in camp now. It's early in the morning. But just think, I don't want to try to take them too much out of their uniform or their comfort level, but just to level up. How can you level that up? Cargo pants. I know you guys love those cargo pants, and they do have more trendy cargo pants, but I don't think a veteran is going to go out and spend two, $300 on something that's more fashionable. Right. So maybe counter that with material. So I know we like the comfort level because it gives you all that room. Mm -hmm. So just focus on the material. There are materials out there that stretch. Like you can have on a jean that has elastic in it, a little bit more elastic than denim, and that's going to give you that comfort level as well. So it's just the level up. Right. of their uniform and creating a new uniform for themselves. I love that. And I know that's something clear that we all can unpack and understand is, again, if you're just having a bit of struggles and, and you didn't wisely go over to PashaCook.com and Pasha's book to help you with your thinking about style, what okay. Pasha said was near and dear to me because that's something I had to do was I had to find the uniform that I would wear that I would be on brand, truly connecting with internally out, just work it, you know? And, and I get, you know, people jump on me all the time. Why do you have a blazer on and you playing with the kids? Look, don't complicate my life, all right? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. So let me ask you, because you asking me these questions. I need some, I have some questions for you. Okay. When you created this uniform that you wear now, which is mostly blazers and suits, right? Right. Why, why did you go in that direction? Well, Posh, this uh, powerful for me, because I was in a special forces unit, we tend to always had to, to blend in and not wear a uniform. And when you're in foreign countries, the black guy in the cargo screams military, you know, like just, it just screams that. So I was like, what could I put on where it would cause someone to have to think twice about why I was there in that country, in that situation? And it was this. So even in the military, this was the most effective way for me to camouflage when we were on missions. And then as I left the military, I was being asked to speak all over the country, even one time to the Veterans Affairs Committee in Congress. And even though I was working in tech, which I do now, even though I was working as a software developer, the level of meetings, like I've met with the Secretary of Labor, the Secretary of Defense, it hit me that I need to stay right at the edge of brand ready for a high level meeting. It actually paid off in a big way where we had some big Department of Defense generals and contractors coming to visit the company. And I got a phone call, Bernard, tell me you have a blazer with you. I was like, absolutely I do. It was like, we need you to be a part of this meeting. 
So what it hit me with Posh was for me and the things that I get to do every day, this kept me always right at the edge of ready if anything happened. I'm willing to dress down to a sweater and just the college shirt, but at times I always take the blazer with me even if I'm not wearing it just in case something happens and I need to step it up one level. And so let me ask you this, when you look better, do you feel better? Oh man, absolutely. It's a, it's a power thing. So when it comes to men, especially, we'll just focus on, on men, women too, but let's focus on men. When you step out and you have on your uniform, just like when you were representing that military uniform or for the veterans that were representing that military uniform, you felt like you represented something. Yeah. You felt powerful to be someone who was representing their country. So yeah. that's the same feeling that you're going to get when you're representing yourself to your troops. It's the same thing. So that's why I had to ask you that question because it's the same. It doesn't change. It's all a mindset thing. So when you find your aesthetic and you're living your truth and you realize that you're representing something that is bigger than you, that's the key. You're representing something that is bigger than you. That's why you have to know your values. Mm. What are your values? Your values are who you are, but they could be bigger than who you are. So like, for instance, family, your country. Yeah. Your the company, that larger brand that you represent, you're representing, when you step out the house, most of us are representing not just ourselves, but something that is bigger than us, our why. Absolutely. Why, right? And when you start to look better and, you, and your clothes fit a certain kind of way and people give you compliments, then you stand up a little taller and like, I challenge these guys to go out there and to do something different. Go seek a professional if you have to, because most men don't like to shop this. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, and that was funny that I couldn't get the, the name Nordstrom's down because I used to be a personal shopper there. But I, I dealt with a lot of men, some men who would come in and they would be sweating like, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much. And so I didn't even start off talking about clothes to them. I got to know who they were. Mm. So I've been doing this a long time without even realizing it. I got to know who they were. I would talk to them about their family because most of the time their wife is bringing them in. And she's right. like, I'm going <laughs> to the shoe department. Here's my husband. Okay, so we would just talk and, and he'll get to know me and that trust will start to build. I'm like, just trust me. And we'll put on a piece here, a piece there. And a guy that came in in a shirt that's like three sizes too big, pants, mm-hmm. we just leveled him up. And he would look in the mirror and it was like he was seeing a whole other person that he didn't even know he could be. Oh, wow. And that changes people's lives. And I'm telling you, if you really start to project your truth, it's going to change your life because people are going to know. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that. We are talking with Pasha Cook. Head over to PashaCook.com. She has a new book out, and I'm telling you, you want to work through that book. It's going to help you connect to your brand, your style. It's going to help you from the inside out. Pasha is who I turn to for style tips. I'm always on her IG uh, stealing something. I'm just telling myself. But for someone with this type of expertise, you definitely want to be in their shadow when it comes to style and how you get the mindset of your personal brand. Now, something I I saw that you posted on your IG that resonated deeply with me, and it's Oprah Winfrey was recently honored, and she gave this phenomenal speech. And you uh, posted, you know, a picture of that moment and a quote that says, what I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we have. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know what that means to you, Posh. Living in your truth, because when we are born, I feel like we're born in our truth. But as we grow, our truth become distorted by other people's opinions, mm. advice, 
And so you start to believe that what other people are saying or your environment can change that too. You start to hold on to that instead of who you really are, right? And other people's opinion can sway you so far off of who you really are that you begin to be lost in life. And so what I realized and recognize is that when you know who you are, when you're willing to do the self-assessment and evaluations and live out that thing, you are a happier person. You find joy. And so many people are going with trends, of course, are going with other people's opinions. And that goes, that's bigger than just your personal brand. That's your life. Yeah. With Oprah, when she stated that quote, it just resonated with me because that's what I've been seeking all my life. Mm. Well, who am I? What's my truth? Because I, I never fit in. But what I realized and recognized later on is that fitting in wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. I was standing out in my truth. Come on. What, we have to define success for ourselves. It's so, in this day of technology and innovation, we see all these other people and they're doing this and they're doing that. And you can get lost in who you are trying to live up to mm. their truth. But when you're walking in your truth, you may not be born to be a celebrity athlete or a superstar or Oprah or all these other people, but you have a truth that is important and that is aligned with your purpose. And when you learn what that is and you start walking in it, your life is going to change forever because that's what happened to me, for me and to me. As an athlete who transitioned out of college and wanted to play pro and wasn't able to do that, I was lost for many, many years trying to figure out what is the new passion? What is my new truth? Mm -hmm. Basketball was that for me. And what I realized was I was doing all these different things and I was doing them better than average, but something was missing. Oh, wow. I was missing. What I, my passion for it was missing. And branding is that thing because I love to be, I'm a dynamic person. I learned this through self-assessment that it has to be for me coming up with the idea, mm -hmm. helping you start that thing. And then the little nuances, you have that. Like you got that, I'm on to the next thing. Branding for me is like everything because I get mm -hmm. to talk like you and say, hey, Bernard, this, 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 I get to study you and that's my, I'm analytical too, so I get to study you. Right, right. Help me get to know you too because connection is another piece for me that yeah. is a gift of mine. And I get to exhibit that and get paid to do that? Like, what? <laughs> and I think that most people sleep on their gift. Mm. They think that because they love something that they don't see somebody making a whole bunch of money doing that, that's not a good career. Yeah. If you don't walk in your truth, it will find you. The money will find you. Man, I love that. I love that. We are talking with Pasha Cook. Head over to her website, PashaCook.com. Pick up her new book. Pasha, what made you launch the book right now? What gaps did you see and you realize that, Bernard, I can't be everywhere, so I need to help people out because my requests are pretty high right now. Well, this book was published after my first book, which was Champs U. Champs U was a workbook, is a workbook that helps athletes to prepare for their transition. Of course, I've gone through that. So mm -hmm. I don't teach anything that I haven't experienced. And that's, mm -hmm. another, that's a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. But you got people out there trying to teach the seven tips to make a million dollars and you have $50 in your bank account. But we're not going to go too far into that. Um, <laughs> and so Champs U is an acronym and the U was brand new. And so I took that component or that pillar out of Champs U and created Brand Yourself Like a Champion. Because what I recognize is a lot of people don't know what brand it really is. They don't know how to define it. And then all the other than not knowing how to define it, they don't even know where to start. And so I can't sit down with everyone. So I created a book. I went through everything that I have gone through, all my experiences that helped me to find my true brand. 
and I put it in this book, where if you did not have a brand architect like myself to walk you through it, mm-hmm. if you're willing to do the work, it will work. If you're willing to put in the effort, it will work. And this is like a huge self-evaluation and assessment in the book. Like you have a whole bunch of questions that you have to answer. It takes you through colors. It takes you through how to pick out your logo. It takes you through understanding your mission, your vision, and your purpose, and really getting you to think about things that most people don't think about. Yes. I wanted to do this because so many with social media, so many people are getting lost and looking at other people. Mm. I wanted to create something that helps you to find your truth and then to project that out into the world. Love that. I love how clear that is. Um, again, head over to PashaCook.com, pick up that book, and uh, tell her that you heard about it here. Just make and sure you tell her. <laughs> for your audience, if they pick up the book, what time is it? We're going to give them a little time. By midnight today, if you pick up the book by midnight today, I'll give them a um, complimentary consultation with me. As soon as they purchase, uh, email or go to my assistant. My assistant will reach out to them, and we'll set up a consultation complimentary where they can ask me anything. They get a chance to pick my brain because – I don't normally let people pick my brain, but in a consultation, being that you've invested in a book, you invested, that means that you're serious about this because people that don't invest aren't serious. So if you invest in the book, and the book is actually on sale for the whole month of January because I knew people were starting over. It's a new year. They have new goals and ambitions. So I wanted to make sure that it was affordable for them. I mean, it's affordable anyway, but I'll give them a complimentary consultation and they can say, hey, I uh, bought your book because I heard you on the Bernard Show, and then maybe you and I will create something for them. I don't know, some incentive for your audience because it's important that they're up this time of morning listening to you. That means yeah. that they want to be educated. You guys heard that. Head over to PlotcherCook.com. Hurry up. Don't uh, miss <laughs> this opportunity. Now, in the time that I've known you, I could say the one thing that you've challenged me on and helped me to level up on is the idea of getting things tailored. Before we close, I want you to take some time and just help us all to understand why that can be a secret superpower in your closet. Just taking the time, not only to purchase amazing pieces and staples, but also getting them tailored. Man, my tailor just left my house last night, so that's funny. If you look at my IG, you'll see I was recording him, and it it was a long, long uh, process because I had a lot of stuff that needed to be tailored. What I realized is, some people think that you just go out and just spend a lot of money on clothes, and that's not necessarily true. Mm. Because I've gone to a consignment shop and a piece that I purchased, a Ralph Lauren blazer, $35. It was still new, brand new. And all I had to do was get the tailor to tweak it and to make it fit my body. And now that blazer is probably worth three, dollars $400. Mm. The original price was $200. But now it's, when I put it on, oh, it wow. looks like a three, dollars $400 blazer because it is he critiqued it and adjusted to my body. Yeah. Let me go back. Let me give you a little bit of education on fashion. Every piece that you see out on the, on the rack is molded for a mannequin. There's no man walk or woman walking this earth that is the same shape, size yeah. of a mannequin. They have, to, they have to have something to mold it to, and so that's what they do. So when you pick up a piece, more than likely you need to adjust it in some way so it can fit your body because we're all unique. We all have unique bodies. So they're never using a human to create your product. And even if they did, that human doesn't have the same dimensions as you. Right. Understand that and then you'll know why it's so relevant and important to get your things tailored or altered. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. To make it simple. 
Yeah, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, that's the one secret to some of the changes I've made that, I mean, has made all the difference. Like I didn't even ever have the thought of, man, go get your jeans tailored. Just like I bought jeans, they close to my size. But you know, when you encounter a brand architect, things level up. So I want you guys to level up as well. I don't want you making excuses to being caught, you know, in some bad pictures because you chose what you wore and it yeah. was tailored. So, let me ask you this. So did they tailor your uniforms in the military? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you what did. You yeah. Come on. You get in trouble if, if your uniforms wasn't fit right. Yes. I mm. want I love that. Veterans to think about that. If you're tailoring and you're representing your country, and that is that is huge. First, by the way, thank you all. Thank you all for you know supporting this country, for protecting this country, and for going out there, putting your lives on the line, and your family. Like your family also is giving back to the country because they have to deal with you being gone for years and months at a time. So thank you all for being who you are. We really do appreciate it, and I love you for it. Just want to say that. Thank you, Posh. Well, as we wrap, listeners, I want you to head over to poshacook.com. I want you to follow. Pasha Cook on Instagram. Follow her movement as she rebrands the world. Pasha, I'd love for you to close us out with why personal development is so important to you and what things that we can look forward to from you in the upcoming year. Well, I believe that we all were born with a gift. We all are born with a purpose. And I want everyone to be able to unearth that. And the way you unearth it is through your personal development. Professional development is important. If your personal life is in shambles, the rest of your life will be in shambles. And I just want everybody to be able to live out their truth, which will align you with your purpose. Don't let a little minute thing that you're not doing cancel out what you were meant to do. And understand this, that purpose is dynamic. It changes. Yeah. If you've already accomplished something, then you set a new goal. It's like a new goal, right? And this year... I'll be rolling out some webinars. I do have a brand builder group that we are launching in February. So you might want to be a part of that. I'm working on the website right now, but you can also go to the website. It starts at $49. We have weekly calls. I'll be giving you brand tips. I'll bring people on to talk to you and educate you. And we have a monthly Q&A for those VIP. That's at $99. But if you sign on to that, I promise you that you will not leave the same way you came in. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. And this is my way of being able to make it affordable for those who can't afford the one-on-one -on -one right now, right? And also to spend time with me and a group of people in a community that we can support each other. I promise you, you're going to learn so much. So go to the website, sign up for that. We're launching that in February. We have a, a class coming up at a local college in Brooklyn. We'll tell you all about that later. So extended education course. We have boot camps coming up. I mean, there's so much coming up. And then I want to come to your city. So if you want me to come to your city and talk to your company, uh, talk to your organization, hit me up. I want to be there. I want to come help you. I want to help, I want to help as many people as I can with this thing. So contact me, info at poshacook.com. Go to the website and sign up for that group coaching right now. Sign up right now. You guys heard Pasha. Pasha, well, I am humbled. And just thank you for taking the time to just share with the veteran leader community and just share your strategies, your tips. And I think we all understand that getting things tailored is the only way to go. You know, and I think we also understand that we have to live our core values and our brand must start from the inside out. And that's what it really means to brand like a champion.
Absolutely. Man, this show, I'm so happy. I need to come back to this show. Oh, you're, you're always welcome back, Posh. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate you for inviting me on. Man, you're doing a fantastic job. Thank you, Posh. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. Take care. Thank you guys for listening. Again, reach out to Pasha Cook at PashaCook.com. And if there's anything you need me to do to make an introduction, let me know.